Hi everyone, welcome back to Living Fresh. I am your host, Isabella Wheeler, and today in this episode, we are going to talk about growing your own food. So a lot of people start continuing the path to growing their own food because they are in control of every step in the growing process. Uh, from the seed selection and soil and pest management, all the way to the harvesting and composting. A garden has the ability to provide so many benefits, especially because it is a relaxing way to connect with nature and work with your hands. Uh, For many, it might seem intimidating to start their own garden, but it can be done at any scale. It can be done from a windowsill uh, for harvesting kitchen herbs. There is no limitations. Uh, It's just about knowing what to do, how to do it, and kind of watching your results literally grow. (laughs) So we're just going to go through um, a step-by-step process of where to start with gardening, you know, the gardening basics, um, what to expect, how to get to where you want to be, you know, and just where to start. You know, a lot of people don't know where to start, how to start. So we want to first start with understanding your space. It is the first step in any successful garden is understanding your space. So you don't need to necessarily go full-fledged garden, right? You can just get a place that has um, a spot in your backyard that receives great sunlight. Uh, for plants, a lot of the time the recommended sunlight is six to eight hours. So this is a very important aspect of having a successful garden. Um, another aspect of a successful garden space is the soil. Um, you want a garden with the ideal soil that um, has that essential those essential nutrients and also knowing that it isn't contaminated. So a lot of people will, conduct a soil test before starting their garden to get these ideas of where's where's a good spot you know you might have thought of a good spot for you and that wasn't necessarily good growing soil so having that idea will set you up for a great uh garden space um idea so for the next part of growing your own food you want to select your goals you want to understand your limitations um, evaluating your space, like we just mentioned in the the first part, is something that helps you consider your gardening goals, right? So consider how much time you have to put um, the time into maintaining your garden. Uh, how much you want to do, how little you want to do. I mean, it depends on what seeds you pick, uh, how it kind of works for you, but getting an idea Setting realistic goals for yourself, making sure they're specific, right? You want to have these specific goals that have like a number value, you know? You want to have two potatoes by this time, you know? So have those real goal, realistic goals set, but also understand your limitations. Everything comes with failure. That's just how how life works. So try not to get discouraged by any failure. It will happen. It happens to everyone, even the most experienced gardeners, you know. So understanding those failures and trying not to get discouraged is definitely a huge part in the growing process. Um, For the next step, 
we want to start by, or we want to go into this by choosing the right seeds, the right seeds that work for your garden size, for your goals that you want. Um, so kind of choose that, do some research, what you want to grow, what you need for those, what materials or uh, tools you need to have the right uh, things that can meet with your goals. Um, is definitely a huge aspect. Uh, there's a really, really, really great source that you guys can look into. It's called USDA Plant Hardiness Zone Map, and it determines what plants will thrive in your area, and it will also make it easier to choose the right plant varieties for you. So uh, there are a number of organic and non-GMO seed companies to choose from uh, that you can um, find in these zone maps. So for the next part of this, um, we're gonna we're gonna make a map, right? A lot of the seeds that you purchase on the packets will have a, a map for you to understand like how much space you need for each each seed. You need to have the right space so that your um, plants can grow effectively. So by setting a plant spacing chart um, and creating a calendar and a to do list for your garden. It doesn't seem like a lot of fun, I know, but it's important if you want a successful garden to um, just understand the seedlings, understand the space, the outdoor space, the transplanting. It's It will all set you up for success and limit those um, feelings of failure, limit the, the aspects of failure that a lot of people get discouraged by. You know, we want to keep this this. A continuing process we want to learn and experience and grow from this process and so for many they might start small for first time people growing their own garden uh, you want to start a smaller garden to just get an idea of like what works for you and what doesn't work for you um, it's a huge part of seeing how you can manage a garden um, how much time you can put into maintaining it and just sort of seeing where that goes. So there is a lot of intimidation factors that play a role in growing your own food. And a lot of that comes from space, right? A lot of people don't have a massive backyard or a massive garden. Um, but that doesn't mean that you are restricted to not growing your own garden. Um... So if you ever thought of an apartment, right, it could either have a balcony or not, um, there are still windows. As long as there is sunlight coming through and you choose the right plants for you, you can have, you can still grow your own food. A lot of people um, plant like herbs, kitchen herbs, for example, in their uh, homes. And they'll just put them up on the windowsill and they'll start growing. I mean, it's not. It's not like anyone is limited to not being able to grow their own food. Although it may seem intimidating, it, it truly can be done by anyone in any space. As long as you're following these steps, understanding these steps, and finding the right things that work for you. So a lot of people um, start by joining a community garden. This is a really, really great option for people that don't necessarily have experience um, in growing their own food. For example, uh, 
I was once the same way. I started not necessarily having an idea of what to do. I just knew that this is something that I wanted to do. I knew I would have fun with it. I knew I'd benefit from it. But where did I, how can I do this? I have no clue where to even start mapping out my, my space, start figuring out the right plans for me. So joining a community garden will help you have those tools to get an idea of where you want to be, how you can continue growing with this, if it's something you even enjoy. I mean, a lot of people will think that this is something that'll be fun for them and they might not like it. I mean, it's just too much maintenance. They don't have the time. They feel like it's just kind of more of a hassle than anything else. So join a community garden, get an idea of what you like, what you don't like, um, figuring out the right tools. Um, there's some really great projects you can find online. Uh, you can also find things that kind of appeal to you. There are many countless uh, options for you to choose from where you can start your own gardening process. Uh, so it's a really, really great thing to look into. And I highly encourage all of you guys to do that, especially if you either are considering growing your own garden for the first time or have been in it the, this gardening process for a long time and you kind of want to try something new so definitely check that out um these were just like the steps to kind of get started on this so um I'd love to go into this further and talk more about this but I really appreciate you guys listening to me today uh, I really encourage you guys to start your own garden making your own food I believe it has so many benefits and yeah, thank you guys.